Hello! Thanks for checking out today's Foot in Review. We couldn't make this show without you and your fantastic support, but if you fancy going one step further, why not check out our Patreon at patreon.com forward slash foot in review. We offer a range of rewards and benefits with all levels receiving Discord access and episodes of the show without this very advertisement. However, we understand that times are tough, and if you can't back us financially, then simply spreading word of the show or leaving us a review wherever you listen will be super appreciated as it will help us grow. In particular, we'd like to thank our Skybox holders, Amma, Daniel, Mehdi, Nick, and Paul for their exceptional support. Hello, footies, and welcome back to Foot in Review, episode 490. And of course, we are powered by footcoaching.com. It is team of the year time. We got the attackers. We have those beautiful looking icons. What? In the shadow of that hype lurks a big and negative adaption. But four more cards suddenly got a negative changes and but also got changed back. So are the conspiracy theories true? Are you a true believer in this week's episode of the X-Files? Let's find out. My name is John, founder of FootCatching.com, and I'm joined by Kyle, aka Waiters. Going on for a second show, but I don't want to say welcome only to him on this show today, I want to welcome Kyle as the latest edition of the Foot in Review crew. He joins as a producer, so when you see fancy social media posts flying around straight out of the show, it's made by him. Welcome, Kyle. Thank you, John. Very excited to be part of the team. Uh, and as I said to you and, and others, I'm more than happy to sort of hand, lend a hand where I can, and you know, hopefully, it's uh, going to be good fun. It's good to have you on, though. Uh, we've been, uh, we'll announce more stuff late, soon enough. We've um, we found out that running a podcast, trying to get the maximum quality out of it, while also trying to manage foot coaching and the pro clubs team, or, although I don't do most of the work there, and maintaining sponsor relationships and everything, is quite a bit of work. So, yeah, we've expanded the coaches, and now we finally were able to find someone that's actually really nifty with... Um, social media and editing so welcome Kyle. it's good to have you on my friend and of course if you're missing the lovely voice of ingvi he's on for a little family trip we'll be back next week don't worry nothing's going on he's just taking a little break on thing of the year i think he's just opening packs hey uh, we'll find out next week if you pack anything cal team of the year mate it's here at it least is. a portion is what do you think yeah, so we've got the three attackers in, in packs. Um, obviously, Team of the Year is always uh, one of the most hyped promos of the year alongside Team of the Season. And, and we've just come out of a Centurions promo that was a little bit lackluster. There was a couple of hype cards in there, but Team of the Year is the, the hype of, of the new year. So, yeah, we've got four, uh, three new cards, um, and they are really, really big hitters who've got Benzema, we've got an Mbappe, and we've got a Lionel Messi. Yeah, well, keeping talking about keeping the power curve low, it's done. They broke yes. it. So you get one of these players, you don't sell them, you just keep them in your team, you just enjoy. Because in this stage of the game, the difference is insane if you pack one of those, right? Yeah, absolutely. If you, if you get one of those, if you're lucky enough to, to get one of those over the next, I think, week and into the next two weeks when we have upgrade packs, that is in your team for way into the team of the season, way into the rest of the year. You see these cars all the time in foot champs and rivals. 
they will be the scourge of many people over the next months and, and until the end of the game cycle. So, yes, if you get one of these cards, you are pretty much set for the rest of the game. Yeah, I remember the Julius when I packed someone last year, I packed Marquinhos. He stayed in the team for all the year, I think, until at least the summer, or even after the team of the season, because the team of the season card was slightly different, but right, not even the, the difference was negligible. Uh, and I packed, uh, maybe you remember that, I packed him with the year Ronaldo the year before that, and that just played the whole year. So, yeah, and I, I, I distinctly remember the year before, I think, where Ingvi packed Kante, Trent Alexander Arnold, and Frank de Jong from a giveaway in the, in the Twitch streams. And that sort of set them up for the whole season. So there are a few cards. There's like lit 0.11% something, 00001 um, of actually getting one. But if you do, oh boy, oh boy, oh boy. Yeah, absolutely. If you, if you, if you were lucky enough to see the blue flames, the the star walk out especially at the moment where we've got the attackers impacts you you are golden absolutely absolutely golden and yeah absolutely say john if you if you get one of these you're you're pretty much set in that position for for such a long time so i think you know you take it as a huge win if you if you get one of those but longevity of the cards they they go right until the end of the end of the cycle and into the team of the season so you just do not need to worry about that that position so yeah if you pack any one of the the three that are in there at the moment uh, benzema is i think a center forward mbappe striker and messi is a right winger you know if you pack one of those you're, you're not chucking them out uh, anytime soon no exactly we do have the whole team now though uh, they're not impact, but we do know what they are. Uh, I'll quickly run through them, but we'll discuss the other ones in detail. So it's, of course, Modric, De Bruyne, and Bellingham in centre midfield. Theo Hernandez, left back, Eder Militao, Virgil van Dijk, uh, which shows this is a fan vote. Nothing against him, because I still have his non-inform card in my team. Um, but I don't think this was his best year. Uh, also being injured for a long time. Hakimi and Courtois in goal. So Courtois finally got his team of the year card. Uh, awesome looking team. Kyle, I was wondering which player you would prefer if you could pick anyone. But James Hawking sent the question in. If you could only pick one question for team of the year for your teams as they are currently, who would it be? Yeah, so um, I'm going to be really obvious here, and I my team has got an Mbappe-shaped striker hole waiting for it. <laughs> so I've packed uh, Ginola, I've got a, a Road to the Knockouts Messi on the right-hand side, and I'm currently running uh, World Cup hero JJ Okotra as a striker in that, in that front three. And Messi just slots in there with his PSG links and his French nationality. Absolutely perfect. So yeah, that's, that's my top pick. I'm going, I'm going for the big guns, John. What about you? Honestly, if I could choose anyone, of course, that would be Mbappé. wouldn't even have a doubt because that makes the biggest impact. 99 pace, 96 shooting, 98 dribbling, but that means 99, right? doesn't really matter. Also, 87 physique. It's just best striker in the game, period. Better than R9. There's no going around it, I think. Um, 14 million. He'll reach 50 million today as well, I think. It, it will stay around that price for a while. So if you can't choose anything, that'd be it. But honestly, normally I'd say if you pack a team of the year, just build your team around it. Make sure that one stays in. Because there's just 11 players of these, and all of these 11 players, although we don't know all the stats yet, will definitely make an impact. 
Yeah, definitely. And I think I think with this new chemistry system, it's going to make it even easier to put these players in, even on one or you know two stars out of three. Like I played, I played lots of players on off chem, not even on full chem. I'm sure you're the same, John. I remember an early podcast you talked about the chemistry and I think team of the years. And if they fall into that category, that they are going to be so good that they can play on one to you know even zero. I don't think you even need to. Some of them you won't even need to put put any uh, any chemistry uh, points on them. They'll they'll just play absolutely fantastically. So, yeah, any any one of these you can either build your team around them or just slot them straight in. I think with the new with the new format that we've got. Yeah, even Mbappe on zero does get a negative impact. So, if that fits only a team, if you put him as centre back and then switching a game, nobody cares at this stage. You don't need a chem style. So, that's the good thing about this chemistry style, by the way. I said this at the start of the year, once cards get better, team building gets more creative because you don't care about these boosts anymore. And uh, this is the first step into unlocking the potential of the new chemistry styles. I think. Yeah, absolutely. Some creative buildings in the pro leagues, I'm sure. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And I think I think I think, you know, the less and less boosts you get from applying a chem style to, to basic, like you you're not even really gaining that that much even if they're on one or two anymore so you know the fact that you can play on zero they get all of their lovely stats you know when Mbappe's well into his 90s on his pace and uh, you know his dribbling you're not going to suffer any negative impact you know from, from playing them on zero so you know, absolutely you get one you get lucky put them in your team exactly like uh, Mbappe is 99.99 on space um, and 99 reaction, 99 agility, 99 dribbling, 99 finishing, 99 positioning. I wouldn't even know what to boost him with. He's also got 99 stamina just to make sure he can bother you all match long. So even on zero chemistry, it really doesn't matter what you put on. Um, Cancel Cornism asks about the team of the year. He says, regarding team of the year pack weight though, in previous years, team of the year players have been extremely difficult to pack, but last year, FIFA 22, if more selection and releasing nominees, and a broader selection of players. I think these were way worse, by the way. But okay. For those who have saved pack, what are your tall strategies on when and how you open the pack? Best packs first, trade packs first, etc. etc. I don't want to waste players, so I'm thinking of going to try and open as many as I can without discarding all of that. I don't really have a plan. Kyle, do you have a plan? So yeah, so I do have a plan around what I open and what I look for in terms of when it comes to packing team of the year. So my plan is a no man left behind uh, policy. So that means I open packs uh, when the full team is out and I hope like everyone else to, to pack those uh, blue cards. Uh, but what my, my sort of method looks at is supporting me to recycle cards that are duplicate. So that is the no man left behind. So when I open packs, I get a duplicate that goes back into an upgrade SBC to get more packs. Um, what that tends to mean is I have uh, packs to begin with, and that takes me quite a long time <laughs> to, to get through and get and get <laughs> and get recycling. So yeah, you can. I have been there before at um, you know having having two hundred packs to go, and that counter is not going down. It's actually going up because I've got more duplicates that I'm continuing to recycle into upgrade packs. And that's what we tend to get when uh, we get into the sort of latter half of the Team of the Year sort of promo. We get all of the cards in packs and we go try and pack those blues. That's 
pretty mental, <laughs> if you ask me. Um, I have zero pack saved. I also have zero self-control. Someone just opening pack still. Just get some pack, open it. Because I honestly, like the chances of packing something is so small. I doubt it really matters if I open it. And now or next week or anyways. And uh, it is it, like it is what it is, I guess. I most of the packs I like if I ever got a team of the year player, I never got a tradable anyways. It's always from an upgrade, I guess. So yeah, that's alright. And also I'm not playing that much that I was able to hoard hundreds of packs. So we'll see. I probably won't get any this year. But quite honestly, if I don't I'm not sure I'm really much deserving this year of it either, so it's fine. I'm definitely not going to spend hours upon hours upon hours to make sure there's no man left behind, because if I have dupes, and I think Daniel will kill me for this, I just usually just quick sell him. No, John. <laughs> um, yeah, I know. I'm not the best in this uh, in this aspect, if I'm quite honest. But I... For coming back to Cancel Cornism's question, I would for sure at least wait mm, until yeah. next week before opening. And see from there. I think I like strategy. It yeah. maximizes everything. It's just something I can't, probably can't yeah, do. A lot, a lot, yeah, I, I definitely think if you wait until the full team and the honorable mentions and the 12th man is in packs, you give yourself the best possible chance of packing one of those promo cards obviously as well we've got an added bonus of team of the year icons in packs we're gonna have i think a uh two teams of that we've got one uh team at the moment um it's got some very nice looking cards john i'm sure you, if you've not seen any of those they are looking extremely juiced but um yeah absolutely when it gets into the latter half of the of the week i think attackers are in um, up until i think two or three days then it'll be midfielders and then it will be defenders and the goalkeeper and then the 12th man so i think by next friday or thursday friday you will have every single team of the year card impacts available to pack and that is the best time if you've got save packs to open them yeah the only downside of this promo and I've seen those uh, those new uh, icons, and these look absolutely stunning. But again, chances you get any of these guys is slim to none. That goes for team of the year. So what I usually hope when this comes out, we get some SPCs for the people that don't pack anything to put in the fodder, or at least to join in the hype. And yes, last week we got the community, to, I think a week prior to the actual team although i'm now a little bit unsure but at least you had some options to play with some blues although these weren't as good as these guys of course like on one aspect i like the fact that they're now bringing super duped cards out but man if you don't get it if your face one the, the mm -hmm. gap now is huge and then they put out one spc today if i'm quite honest they didn't bring out a new icon by the way I thought that that would be a daily icon. You said it might be daily yeah. for the warm-up, actually, and not during the promo itself, which could explain why we didn't get any today. We got Rooney yesterday, by the way. Looks decent. I'm not going to do it. It looks decent. Talking about SBCs, though, we did get one player that is sort of team of the equality, 
as a centre yeah, defender. Yeah, we got Sergio. Yeah, Sergio Ramos. I think uh, a little bit expensive for for what uh, you're you're getting back. Obviously, very very team of the year meta card in the past, so gets his uh, opportunity to. Uh, get a bit of limelight on uh, this evening. He's coming in at, I think, roughly about 600k with an 85 squad, an 86 squad, an 87 squad, and an 88 squad. So quite expensive. Obviously inflated with fodder prices being as high as they have over the last couple of days. So I expect that to come down. But uh, yeah, very. I think EA have gone with a very similar approach to what they did last year with flashback Varane. They've now gone flashback Sergio Ramos. So they tend to like to throw a centre back, and it's been a flashback at this point in, in point in the cycle. So uh, yeah, EA repeating themselves. Obviously, strong links to Mbappe, Messi, and all of the other PSG cards, um, especially the. Uh, the Centurions uh, car, car that's just come out, and that's just gone out of packs as well. Uh, there's there's lots of PSG hype, as there always is. So, yeah, he, he is available if you wish to craft him. Yes, although I'm looking at him in 600k, he's a lot for center defender. And I'm looking at his last card. He's got his Rulebake card, 89 rated center defender. Except for his shooting, that did get an tremendous increase it's just three difference on all cards and that one is 170 180k ah this is one of those episodes where i'm like honestly i'd stay away it does look sort of cool and yeah if you pack mbappe or you can buy mbappe you can probably afford this one as well might be a nice fit but it's i think it's a meh as we no, I think it's overpriced. Don't do it, as we see if I'm quite honest. Yeah, I, I, would, I would agree with that one, John. I think if you don't have the fodder and you don't have millions and millions of coins, avoid this card. I did uh, Baby Maldini, who is 88 rated, came in at, I think, way under, under this uh, price. It was a couple of weeks ago, but he's just an absolute great card he's got position change as well from left back to center mid four star weak foot if you want a card that fits your defense that you're not going to think about for a long time maldini over over ramos any day for me so yeah i agree overpriced and probably avoid this one unless you're a psg fan and have millions of coins to throw at this yeah but i like i like i said i wanted this promo to be for everyone and I get that not everyone can pack team of the year cards. That's fine. But I do want some SBCs which sort of let people hook on a little bit. Uh, and this ain't it, Chief, I'd say. No, absolutely. And I, 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 I'm very much in your in your boat, John. Um, I, I would think we get a, a Honourable Mentions SBC next week or when the Honourable Mentions come into packs. There's generally one player, I think... If memory serves me rightly, it was a Chiesa card, honourable mentions, at some point last year that maybe was an SBC. I know we already had a Chiesa card already, and it is out of position promo. But generally, there's always that one one card that is um, available in SBC, and they're generally pretty hype. Like we had the Di Maria SBC 
uh, a few weeks ago. That was a pretty hype left winger for the Serie A. I expect something next week that, yeah, is of a team of the year standard and is is available to, to grind. The SBC I do like of today is called the Flash uh, SBC that keeps popping up, to, um, which you put in nine golds and that has to have two rares yeah. in it. That gives you premium players pack or premium pack? I uh, think. It's a rare gold pack, pack, I think. Rare gold pack even. Yeah, yeah that's fine. Yeah, uh, really good. Yeah, absolutely. I think it's a, a a really nice way if you've got dupes. It's starting to feed into that recycling mode that I was talking about in terms of like no no man left behind. Um, if you've got duplicates or you've got that little bit of low rated fodder, that that's going to give you some uh, untradeable packs back. They are not tradable, but there is some more fodder to either do SBCs or do upgrade packs. Uh, next week so yeah gg's to ea on that one uh is the 83 double the 83 plus double upgrade new yeah i think or that came out yesterday i think that could today, yeah right? i think that's come out today um i didn't see that that yesterday i know they were running the 83 position upgrade so that was the 83 defenders midfielders and attackers there is now an 83 double upgrade which requires an 83 rated squad so again i think if you've got sort of mid-level duplicates 83s 84s that's where you put them in over over the next couple of days how long that that spc is is live for i think as i was saying earlier this ties into ea's um idea of of recycling content so uh and looking at the <laughs> the uh you know the giving players the opportunity to Put, put their duplicates somewhere rather than necessarily quick selling. So it's giving you a, a route to, to be able to do that. Obviously, as well, there's a bit of a coin drain element that you get maybe five or six 83s out of a 100-player pack and their duplicates. You're going to go and have an hour to have to buy some more to complete the SPC. It ties a little bit into that as well. So, yeah, I think if you've got a lot of duplicates or you've got a lot of fodder, they are a good, a good, a good starting point. For sure, for sure. Uh, and we got a lot of players impacts or players impacts, a lot of packs in store, I should say, of course. So what you get with these work weeks, uh, uh, including the winter jumbo rare players pack, and how do they come up with the names? But that has thirty-two players, all gold, all rares, for one hundred thousand coins. I'm gonna wait one week before I open packs like this. I think for the coins. Um, doesn't look too bad value. Also, you can get a loan with the team of the year foundations back. That might be worth picking up for friendlies, I guess. Yeah, in interesting one, John, if you've not seen it, is the loan team of the year Messi in the moment store as well. That is a free moments item that you can just go and pick up right now. So again, if you're looking for that team of the year magic in a friendly mode, that um, I have seen EA start to clamp down on a number of loans that people can use, particularly over the Centurions Cup and the and the homegrown eleven. Those modes have been coming back quite frequently and not allowing <laughs> not allowing loan cards in there. But yeah, guarantee you know if you want a, a loan Messi or a loan card on the cheap, that that is a really good good way of of getting Messi into your team and yeah. More than welcome to use him through friendlies because you have him in your club. That is definitely true. Although, um, 
the only friendlies I play is cup matches in the Food and Review Community Cup, and we can't use loan there. So I probably it's a good shout because I would never actually figure out that court was there. <laughs> so thank you for no, that tip, I guess. Uh, Cal, all positive, all hype, all team of the year going full train, full, full forwards. But we do have one thing to discuss, though. On Wednesday's show, John and myself, which sounds like I'm talking to myself, but hey, talking foot and myself, we discussed the Ibrahimovic nerf or stat drop, I should actually want to call myself. Uh, and that one got replicated this week because... I think it was the day after on a Thursday where they fixed Laton, but they had other players that got impacted, namely Rule Breakers Ribery, Rule Breakers Seiko, Road to the Knockouts Aubameyang, and Winter Wildcard Jesus. They also got fixed on the same day, but also got the stats reduced. I already stated my opinion on this. I think it's a proper mistake, but we got someone that sent in a question um, and because I don't think they like my opinion about it, they asked you specifically about your penalty. So, my dear friend Chris says, Kyle, for question for Kyle only. <laughs> <laughs> In light of recent events, is it more likely that EA secretly turned down players than the narrative that they don't? For me, it's the former. And he didn't put, that's why I'm not asking John, but I think that's it. <laughs> what do you think, Kyle? Um, I think it's a really difficult one to to look at i can see both sides of of this so the side that is looking at this is a genuine mistake and ea are quick to recover and say you know we've rectified these uh players a lot of the time they also say it's a visual glitch rather than actually impacting in game so there's always an element there that we, we take what EA at face value and go, yeah, okay, you've made a mistake. We know EA makes mistakes. It's not uncommon for them to do that. So I think we are a little bit numb to that and we go, yeah, okay, another mistake. It's just a visual glitch. Move on. I think the other side, and I think this is where Chris is coming from, is that you know perhaps they are nerfing cars either because they are really popular or because they are coming up to a big promo. So, obviously, last week was Centurion. Latam was in PAX. Really hyped card. Because of his, let's say, uh, stats changing overnight and a, a drop in his performance, you know, perceived on face card value, his price dropped. And that looked at an impact in a lot of people who, who bought that card on the value that that, before the changes or before something happened in EA's coding that, that caused those uh, stats to, to drop. And that was widely reported and widely shared amongst the, the community. I think as well, there's been another card that I've seen a lot of comments on, and that's the Di Maria, the team of the tournament card, and people saying, oh, he's now not as good as what he was, or he's no longer playing to his stats. And I, I must admit, I I used Di Maria a lot when he first came out. He's been moved to my uh, my uh, uh, squad spots now rather than on the main team just because I packed uh, Ginola out of the World Cup card. I played him over the last couple of weekend leagues and didn't feel all that much difference. 
So I, I, I was hard to describe to the fact that people felt he was nerfed in in some way. So I think I think overall we've got cars that are coming out at certain points in the game, but then we are moving quite quickly on in the game cycle. And I think looking at the power curve, it's gone up a notch tonight with the team of the year coming into packs. It does tend to leave these earlier cars a little bit behind the power curve. And therefore, people perceiving either they've become nerfed or they have somehow changed stats in in the background. I think I'm with you, John, on the most part. I would really hope EA do not turn down cards when they're released or in packs due to their popularity or upcoming promo. Um, and I said, I'm, I'm incredibly numb to EA making mistakes and saying these are uh visual glitches rather than actually impacting in game so yeah that's that's where i stand on chris's question so sorry chris i'm gonna side with john on this one <laughs> yeah well, the thing is this right i do definitely think they should handle this yeah if this happens or not if when this happens i should actually say now you apologize you get down on your knees you say i'm sorry we know how this looks Trust us, this isn't the case. This is how this stuff happens. And this is why we don't change cards. Ignoring it by the promo is fine. It's, it's not fine, I mean. Um, but I do think mistakes happen. What I don't I don't believe the theory, uh, and I do, don't believe it for this particular reason. Slatan was still in packs. You still want to sell packs before that promo comes out. You don't nerf a card when that's still in packs because, hey, that moment it doesn't sell packs anymore the higher the cards are in the more likely people are to actually buy and open up packs also bribery i've seen used right seiko i have not seen used for weeks now knockouts team of road to the knockouts albema young i actually had to look up that card with all due respect because i've never faced him before why would that card get nerfed like it's not because he's very popular I'm not going to even mention Winter Wildcard Jesus because I think I've actually seen that card once in my life so far. If anything, you'll nerf the Mbappes now, the Golden Mbappes, because you don't want to get them out. You want to nerf the last, um, if anything, right? If it happened, you nerf the cards that now are coming into Team of the Year, so you want the next upgrade at first. And not some four random cards in this. That's the theory why I, don't, I, I can't really fix it. But I don't think EA is really helping the discussion by not coming up front and saying how these things actually happen. And again, that's why we need one face that actually explains this. And I love the Top Bins show. I think there's a lot of information there on a Friday night, but there's never a look back and not never, but there's been explanations. But again, this week, nothing about that, right? And I, think, I just think that's a shame because those transparent that transparency would really help putting these things either to bat or allow me to, to say, I'm sorry, you guys were all right. But for me, theoretically, it doesn't make any sense at all to take these cards for doing it. So that's why I was, uh, and I know this might sound as EA defending. Again, I'm not, it's crap what they did. It's uh, very bad if you have that card and they and no way show respect for the clientele. Uh, by not a, by a, by not even apologizing and admitting why or explaining why it's wrong, but I do think it's a definite mistake because else 
if these, these guys couldn't get, like, I, I've given so many examples, there are so many mistakes, why would they do something shady, almost perfect, right? I just, ah, I can't, like, I can't really believe that. But I, enough of that. I, I, I'm really curious about your opinion, though, although we ran a poll and about 70% of the people thinks it does happen. So I guess it's, uh, yeah, it's definitely X-Files if you want to believe. <laughs> I think you can believe here as long as there are no proof for either one of the theories. Um, and I just think it helps me enjoy the game much better if I don't even think it's true as well. So, hmm. Yeah. But... Yeah, absolutely. I, I, I think, I think, John, you, you're absolutely right. You, you want that clear transparency from EA, from somebody who, you know, is, is you know, supporting in the top bins or is supporting their community engagement when things go a little bit wrong. And we see a lot of this where EA will just tweet from their FIFA Direct account, and it that that is very transactional it's very we made a mistake here's what we've done to fix it there is no kind of really sympathy there's no real engagement other than that it's it's like here's our decision this is what we've done you now go ahead and continue to play the game or you know cry over the millions of coins you've lost because you've you've bought a card that's now back as it was but visually it didn't look like that 20 for 20 minutes or whatever so yeah i think always always you know uh, for more transparency, more sympathy when things do go wrong. People put a lot of time and effort into into the game. People put a lot of money into the game through through FIFA points as well. So yeah, it's EA. I think sometimes yeah should should look at their transparency, look at how they're engaging with with their community um, when when things. Do go wrong. I think we accept that mistakes happen. We accept that not not the game is going to be perfect on launch. A lot of games aren't, so we expect them to be bug fixes. We expect them to be patches. Fine. That's I think that's part of our our makeup of how we play how we play uh, community driven games and community online games. That you know from the fact that games aren't perfect, but yeah, you see lots of. I think, yeah, backlash when things do go wrong with EA because they just don't engage and don't sympathize when when things do go wrong. Exactly. So, Cal, last question for you for me. How do I get my hands on the 94-rated awesome-looking fillet card? <laughs> get lucky, I think. <laughs> uh, yeah, he's in, he's, in, he's in packs. He looks an absolute animal. Um, yeah, I, I think he is... Quite, 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 He's got a five-star yeah. week for this Yeah, quite, quite, quite possibly the perfect sentiment. I did manage to uh, get a Hullet card last year through uh, the silly season in in uh, in the end of the uh, of the cycle, and he is very good at his prime icon moments. Then I imagine this card is just as up there as ninety-four eight, and I think his icon moments was the I think ninety-three. I think I can't quite remember. Um, but yeah, that was an awesome card. No, also ninety four. Yeah, that's it. that's probably right. Um, so yeah, that was an awesome card. I expect this to be exactly the same, John. It's just come six months earlier. <laughs> exactly. <yeah. laughs> it is. Uh, it is a crazy card. Yeah. No, I was just looking at them. Like, yeah. But also, do think about the poor man's uh, guys. Like, 
Uh, I remember when, for example, PK got a team of the year card. I was by far the worst PK card I've ever seen. I think it might be FIFA 20 or 19. Was and I just play. I packed him and I just played him, but it didn't make any sense. But I was so happy. I finally packed the team of the year card, and I kept him in. So, um, um, yeah, your advice is not open packs for another week. So, what are your plans for the coming week? So, I think my plans are to play foot champs. I've got uh, my twenty games to play. So, try and get my eleven wins and see what we can take. From there, I was recently on your uh, on a coaching call with John, you John, and I can say that's helped me immensely. Uh, thinking about things that I not not doing and looking to put some of my gameplay wrongs. So yeah, that that's my focus over the next couple of days, and then into the week, I will be trying to recycle my tradable pack. I tend to do that just because that is sellable fodder or that's sellable cards. So that gets me a little bit of coins back in so I can do more more packs. Um, I will keep the bulk of my untradables. So my, yeah, I think I've got a couple of 82 pluses, a couple of 80 pluses. I've still got to do uh, my uh, 80 plus uh, tracker. I've still got that in the Discord. So keen to update that in some of the cards that I pack out of that. Um, I do have a couple of them stored on the on the pack pile at the moment, but uh, yeah, I think collecting untradeable cards. I'm sure we're going to get some more SPCs to drain our clubs. Probably expect a, another <laughs> gamble pack um, to make fodder move. Uh, fodder is always always moving up and down depending on when we've got gamble packs. So yeah, if you've got tradable packs, I for myself I will be uh, opening those. See if I can pack a blue. That'll be a bonus. That'll be a great bonus if I get one of them. But um, I expect a lot of fodder, and I'll use that fodder for SPCs or uh, uh, if it's got any value, sell it and get some more coins back in the club. What are your plans? going to do two things. I am going to focus on getting my... Um, I wanted to say something that's not right on a podcast, but I'm, uh, I'm going to get back to Elite, hopefully. That's the plan. I need one more win to get him one. Uh, going pretty smoothly. It's just time that's now holding me back. But that's the focus. And I think I might be just drafting. I got a couple of draft tokens saved. Uh, usually the players that are now playing draft aren't the best of the best players. <laughs> that makes sense. Especially not on the weekend. Um, so I'm going to try that. And I'm going to teach people the new free kick. Uh, uh, I think we pretty much perfected. Um, and well, we were already on the show anyway, so I thought I might actually explain it to everyone so you can try it in the weekend as well. So, and I'll, make, I'll try to make a video about it, but like I said, time is sort of short at the moment. But when you get the uh, free kick around the box, I know you curve it just beautiful, always just find the top, top pin, right? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So, I, so if it's close in around the box, I'm looking at the goal uprights just beyond that far post, not changing the strike position on the ball, but uh, as as in the old uh, 20, 20, 22, you used to aim with the left stick and aim for that that sweet spot in the top in the top corner opposite the, where the goalie was. It's kind of replicating that. I have had a, quite a bit of success with that. I think. It doesn't work quite as well when you're a little bit further out, so not quite on the edge of the box, maybe 30 yards, 35 yards. 
that's probably when it lets it down. I'm more likely to go for a short pass or lay it off to a to a player. But yeah, that's that's my method, particularly in and around the fouls, in and around sort of the edge of the box. That tends to work for me quite well. Yeah, and I think that's definitely one way I used to do it. Um, but I was training with some pros, and these guys, I said, it's just too bad. The power shot isn't used at all. And they're like, oh, well, we use it, but not always, because it doesn't work when it's predictable. And the power shot is you hold L1 and R1, and you take a shot, right? Be careful on the aiming, because it's very sensitive, just saying it. Um, but they used it, uh, <laughs> we practiced, and... We used it in free kicks around the box. And what you actually do is you get the player coming towards you. I think that's R1, right? Get the player next to you, starting next to you. Yeah, yeah. so um, on Xbox, it's left trigger and uh, right bumper. So you get the three yeah. players. So yeah. L1, L2 and R1 as well, yeah. Um, and when you get second man in, you hold L2 and you just press X. So you pass the ball to the side. Yeah? And you don't touch the ball. You don't take a touch. But you immediately hold the L1 button, the R1 button, and you take a shot while the ball runs towards you. So the power shot on the move. And it's if you can green time it, you don't necessarily have to green time it, but if you can, we messed this. I, I got 14 of these situations. Look, yeah, I would say another 48 hours, but that's now 72 hours in midi. But 14 of situations, and I scored 10 of them from the free kicks around the box. Lay it offside, take a power shot while the ball still runs green time it and even if the goalkeeper's in the right corner it's just it's hardly my screen can hardly keep up with it it's so fast so it's pretty awesome so keep practicing that but the power shot is definitely still very effective if you don't overuse it especially when you green time it and also when you come out of a skill move right so um for example you do the uh, step over or the heel to heel and you had a little bit of space, and then you shoot it when you're around the box as well. It's still very effective just on the one-on-one situation. So I wouldn't just write it off. I didn't just think it's underused and probably a little bit underhyped at the moment. Keep practicing on that. One last thing, though. Player of the month, Mbappe. Where is he? Uh, uh, well, he's they're usually dropping them on Thursday at 7 o'clock. So, yeah, I can only imagine, um, and I've heard this um, from, from other people, that they are holding this one back to give the one impacts that little bit of airtime. Um, but yes, he did win League One Player of the Month, so expect a very expensive Mbappe X SPC. I think EA, uh, someone mentioned it, EA's, EA's hands are tied a little bit to this one that he so happens to win the player month when everybody's got loads and hundreds and hundreds of saved packs. So <laughs> I think they're certainly on top of my my radar that if that drops as an SBC, I'm going to have duplicates. That fits into my no man left behind strategy. <laughs> that That is where it's going to be a really good fodder place. Uh, if you've got duplicates, if you've got high rate of fodder, if you've got informs, there's going to be a lot of squads in that SPC, but that's totally, totally going to be grinding over the next couple of weeks if it drops. Uh, I think it drops after the team is out of packs, though. So it wouldn't surprise me if it takes two weeks, then it comes in, and then everyone is spread to the follower again. But they still price it at 2.2 mm. million or something. So um, I don't know. I did got a couple of the 90 rated informed gains. 
and those just uh, I'll leave them on the transfer list in case something like that happens. But uh, it's more like you know, I got I I regretted last year not doing the player of the month at Mbappe when he came out. This year it's going to be more expensive than that one, I think. So, oh uh, well, the ninety rated, I like it on the regular one. I thought this is probably a good time to maybe get my hands on that one, right? Um, but I think the ninety-one rated is still seven hundred and fifty, maybe seven hundred seventy-five, something like that. Yeah. So he's still quite expensive. Yeah. That shows how good that card actually is this yeah, year. Yeah, I think he's the last gold card that's over two hundred k. Um, and I think it shows his popularity, shows how well he fits the meta of of this game. Can't tell you how many times I've run into to Golden Bappe up in Champions and and Rivals, you know uh, where where I am. So yeah, it's uh, definitely a card that is a lot of people get hyped about. He will be very popular and very in demand if he does come as an SBC. I don't expect him to come. Um, when is probably the more pertinent question. If he drops during the next week or so, when people still have save packs. That will be a bonus for a lot of people, and a lot of people will have him in their in their teams. Um, if he comes a little bit later, then yeah, as you say, John, people will have burned through those. They will took them into upgrade packs. He'll still be very expensive again, still a coin drain. So yeah, I think there's a wait and see on this one. I think it's definitely coming, just not when. Um, so yeah, we'll wait and see. It'll. Uh... It'll be you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, um, we'll see. I see people, I, I, I get texted a lot of people that actually pack the gullet card. Don't text me, guys. Just enjoy it, but don't put salt in it. Well, I'm happy for you, though. Like I said, it's just one year. I really don't deserve it myself. It's it's actually this year. So. Ah, well, it is what it is. Kyle, anything to add, my friend? No, nothing else to add for, for me. I'd say anybody competing in their foot champs, go well. Don't change the packs. Um, and yeah, see, and uh, yeah, it's been uh, it's been good as always. Thank you very much. Then at least us with one thing left to do. That's to wish you all a very good weekend. We're back on Monday, probably with some announcements. But for now, let's drop it. Drop it. Drop it. You. F-U-T-F-F-F-U-T-F-U-T-T-T-T-T-T-T-T-T-T-T-T-T-T-T-T-T-T-T-T-T-T-T-T-T-T-T-T-T-T-T-T-T-T-T-T-T-T-T-T-